This podcast shines light on strong and talented women who excel and persevere in life while bathing in abundant self-love. So if you're ready to keep it real, level up in all your inner work, creative business, and community impact, then you've come to the right place because we provide you with content that helps your soul glow and your mind grow. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Today on the show, I have with me Brett Sims. She is an artist, a full-on icon, um, and a self-love advocate. She is also the founder of Stuck Designs, um, which stands for Strong, Talented, United, and Knowledgeable. And Stuck Designs is a community of women who promote self-love and creativity to underserved girls of color globally through arts-driven programming and a clothing brand. So Brett, yes, she's even like sporting it today. She looks absolutely precious. Um, I'm so excited to have you on. I mean, obviously you're like a sister to me now. Yes, queen. Yes, people just need to get to know all about you and the absolute positivity and light that you radiate. So um, first of all, Brett, I guess my first question is what makes you that girl? Um, (laughs) Because you are the definition of that girl to me, but how do you in your everyday just choose to love, support, give back and speak your truth? And we can go from there. Yeah. Okay. How am I that girl? I mean, I guess maybe because, I mean, I do all the things I I wear many hats and I feel like being that girl is being multidimensional and like owning that because I think in the past, a lot of women feared being multidimensional because like, oh, you know, if I'm too smart, maybe you won't like me or if I'm too this, you know, this, whatever. But it's like, now we can do all the things and we can, you know, be all that we want to be. Um, but also I feel like a lot of it, you know, it wasn't this, it's not really my choice. It's like a calling. It's a higher calling. It's calling from God. Like, it's not really my, you know, like I, you know, when I do things or when I have to like just post a, a blog piece or a podcast or something like that, you know, it's really like a higher calling that I have for the collective, for, for the collective of women, um, you know, during this time. And um, yeah, so a lot of it is beyond me. <laughs> you know, it's bigger <laughs> than me. Um, but, you know, I just do what I can and I try to stay as positive as possible because like, I know how it feels to be st- stuck in a downward spiral, you know, like of, of just like doubting yourself and, and, and that just pulls everything down and creates more lack and more, more, you know, anxiety or depression or whatever it may be. So, um, yeah, I mean, and I, I'm almost positive the fact that like, I don't really even think that toxic positivity is, necessarily well I think it can be a thing but I don't really think it should be some hardcore you know social thing that we're really pushing forward because like in the darkest times you know like who cares like just you any kind of positive the light like who cares you know if it's too what is too positive like I don't understand that like I don't understand how anybody can be too positive or too much um one of our um, sponsors, um, the Nuvita founder, um, Amanda, she I made this post and she was just like, you know, people always told me that I was like too much, too optimistic, too, too, this, too that, too energetic, too, you know, and she's an Aries and very like hyper and uh, active. And I don't even know how she does all the things that she does. It's incredible. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that really inspired me too. Cause I was like, yeah, you know what? Everybody's always told me that I'm too much. I'm too this. I talk too much. I'm too, I'm too, you know, like sugary, happy or this or that. But it's like people who are, you know, have this light, have the inner positivity, like they've been through darkness, you know, and oh. that's how they have so much light. That's how I have so much light, you know? And so I think before we judge toxic positivity, before we judge, you know, women for being quote unquote, overly positive or overly optimistic, you know, or, or light workers, we have to, you know, realize that you have to, you have to walk through a lot of darkness to get to that point of light. Absolutely. And and speaking on walking through that darkness, I know that that was one of your reasons for starting Stuck Designs. And I would just love for you to tell us a bit about that story, not only like, what is it like to create a nonprofit from the ground up, but why Stuck? And um, why do you continue doing what you do today? 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, tr- man, my story. <laughs> Where do I even begin? <laughs> story. Um, but like, yeah, so I basically, you know, I started in college, senior thesis. Um, but then it was like, after I graduated, I graduated in a deep recession, which oddly enough, very much mirrors this time right now, you know? Um, And I was like, well, what do I do? I don't have nobody. I I, even want to go through my emails right now. I can, I can look at my old emails from that time. And I, there, I don't even know how many jobs I've I've applied to. There might've been like 500, 600, just emails, straight emails of like me trying to get work after, um, after I graduated. And, um, I actually did land a dream job, but only for a bit. Um, and it was at this, uh, clothing warehouse company and it was like this wholesale clothing. And that's where I learned how to design. Um, I didn't know that part of your story. Yeah. I forgot about it until now. (laughs) (laughs) I just never never really like, I don't know. I forget that it, you know, it's a part of it. Um, but yeah, so I worked there and I was assistant to the creative director who kind of became my mentor and she was obsessed with, you know, my art and she was like these need to be on t-shirts like these need to be on t-shirts and um we should make a clothing line and we should pitch it you know to like macy's to um to stores and so that happened i made a whole a juniors clothing line um with the stuck girls and we pitched it to like macy's to nordstrom's um it went over extremely well it was going to be in stores but twist plot twist uh because life happens that way sometimes the owner of the wholesale company I went in one day after all this good news and it was just so dead. It was like closed that day. I came back and then I got the news that his daughter had been shot at a party in the head. Um, It was like, you know, gang related. Um, But, and he just, he was so heartbroken. He couldn't, he just couldn't continue. He was distraught. And so he just had to close the company. And so I had this whole collection and I just, I had no, I didn't know what to do with it. So I was like, well, I guess I just have to start, you know, just really just do my own thing because there's no other option. And so I started building up the first stuck collection that way. Started out as a clothing brand, you know, just kind of um, to uplift women, to add positivity. They're like wearable pieces of art, you know, a lot of the clothing pieces. I actually added some of our classic designs back into the shop. Um, But they're, yeah, really one of a kind, like um, statement art pieces and but like wearable. And all of the stuck illustrations are embedded with affirmations, you know, and just kind of, I, I grew up in, you know, not the most positive environment and nobody really was like positive around me and had no one to affirm me. I had no one to like say, yeah, you should do that. Like nobody ever told me that I could do anything that I'm doing, you know, and st- even to this day, like in my family, it's just not that way. And so I just had to find ways to affirm myself. And, um, I realized you're like, oh yeah, you know, like if I put affirmations on, um, illustrations like if they're pillows or if they're mugs or you know if they're around your home it's like they are they're they're reminders to you to uplift you to um remind you of your own soul and like what's important to you and to like boost you even when you know you might not think about it because like I'm looking across the room right now actually and I have a pillow um it says be patient even when you can't see the big picture and you know sometimes when you just like are looking at things it's like you don't realize that you need to hear that at that moment but just like that's how the universe works sometimes and that's why I think um you know stuck merch is so powerful and why ultimately I want to get it to um, underserved girls and underserved girls of color um, and underserved girls in Ghana and India and girls who really just have no, have never had new clothes before, have never, don't have the opportunity to get new things. So yeah, that's kind of it. And then like, how do, how do, how else it, where, where did I go from there? So like, you know, just kind of being in a recession, I was like, well, what do I do now? I have all these all these t-shirts in my and I just don't know what to do like I have no real support I don't I don't know what to do so I just kind of like was like all right well let's just flow with life and see what happens and um you know so I eventually started 
collaborating with friends um, that I knew from high school. Um, one friend, she was so nice and she like um, helped me with a uh, website and she would shoot all of my, um, you know, merch and we did our first lookbook shoot and then just started slowly getting rolling. Um, but, you know, the, along the way, there were just so many setbacks. And that's why I always like it. That's why it's called stuck because and a play on words because, you know, yes, I'm always strong, talented at leaving unity and, you know, knowledge. But like along the journey, it's just it's really hard sometimes. It's not easy. And um, at one point, all my T-shirts uh, actually got stolen out of the back, the trunk of my car from, from um, in front of my house. Um, and that was wild. So I had to start all over, um, you know? And so my whole, th my whole career was like, ah, oh, like failure. Okay, gotta pick myself back up, start again. Yeah. All right, God, all right, this is, I gotta do it again. Now I do it again. And then, but every time that you like get back up and do it again and do it again, you know, it get, you get stronger. Yeah, so I just had all of these setbacks, all of these like just calamities happen along the way. And just the way that society was at the time, no one was talking about self-love. No one was talking about spirituality. Like you couldn't mention like God and business at the same time, really. Like it just didn't really, and it's, unless it was like a church, and you know, it's just like now, like it's still kind of woo woo, but that's how yeah. we function. It's like God yeah. at the head of all of this. Yes. Because like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think you can really chop it really up to anything else, you know, because okay. yeah, after, no, you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think that that's the only way that I've been able to like, you know, keep getting back up or like having the, the stamina to do it because it's just like, you know, it's a purpose that's higher than me. And I know that because of all that I went through and because of like how dark I felt and how, you know, hard it was to pick myself up or whatever, that I don't want other women to have to go through this. And it like, oh, it just breaks my heart when I have to see like other girls, especially in Ghana, like when I went to, and traveled to Ghana um, to do our stuck mural, just seeing the girls suffering in such poverty. And it just like, it breaks my heart. Like it, even when I returned, like I, I just kind of went to like a little bit of a depression because I was so, I was like, this just has to change. It, we need, we need change. Girls need more opportunities and we need protection. You know, artists need more opportunities. Artists need protection because it's like society it, it tries, is trying to create no room for us to thrive. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're going the opposite way, but um, so yeah, so basically I, I could just kept going, you know, like when things would fall apart or whatever, I would just figure it out and keep going. And I had a lot of amazing women help me along the way, um, and just contribute, you know, what they could to it. Um, and then progressively, you know, it just built and built and built, but like, I literally didn't have any resources. I had no money. Like, I just, I didn't have like after college, there was just, it was just kind of radio silence in the career world. And this was for me and my friends, like nobody had jobs. And so we would just hang out <laughs> and we would just, but we would just be creatives. And that's how I think it did thrive and flourish to like what it is now, because it has that freedom about it. It has that vibrancy about it because yeah, it was like, we just didn't have the opportunities. So we're like, okay, well, let's just enjoy it. Let's just enjoy the present moment and have fun creating and pouring into people and pouring into ourselves and, you know, and eventually build it up. And so I started out just putting my friends on uh, the blog and uh, illustrating my friends who inspired me. And, um, and, th and then the community built up just because of that, uh, really. But it's been a huge journey. And then, you know, like, it started out definitely as a clothing brand, but I always knew that full circle, it would become a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. I thought that would really happen when I was like, I don't know, like 45 or something. And I don't know, it's like a weird age, but I just thought it was like later in my life. Um, I didn't yeah. think it would be at this time, but you know, that I was called after Ghana to start the nonprofit, started as a nonprofit um, because I just, like it just, I just couldn't shake that they just need help. They needed so much help. 
Um, and then I knew that so many other girls did too. Um, so that's kind of how it evolved into the nonprofit that it is now. But, you know, success is not linear. And it's just like my path went up, down, sideways, diagonal in every which way. And I feel like it's just now kind of stabilizing out, but just due to the consistency, you know, I've put in over about like 10 years Mm -hmm. and due to also just the consistency, consistency of other women too, you know, who poured into it as well. So yeah, that's kind of the story of stuck ish. If if I can paraphrase it, I've never paraphrased it that much before, but yeah, (laughs) that was fantastic. (laughs) It's such a huge story. And like, I love that concept of nothing is linear and especially this doesn't only apply to like your journey through figuring out what you're going to do through a recession but also through a pandemic like I graduated undergrad in 2020 in the Mm -hmm. middle of the pandemic and we were like okay we don't even know what's going to come about tomorrow or if the prospect of a job ever is going to be you know but the Um, thing about that is when you don't know like what's Ha- what what can happen tomorrow it almost like forces you to have to be present and have to be aware and have to have like just more consciousness to what you're doing and what you're creating like when you um have to build in a, in adversity and when you have to build in hard times you know so it just makes it even stronger I think and you know you came on when we had the huge pivot during the I pandemic did. and everything and we've literally like been pivoting I feel like ever since and are finally like you know we're on stable ground again but it's been you know quite a journey in figuring out like okay times are changing what works best for people times are changing what is most easy what app is most easy for people to access our our art courses or you know like um what is going to draw people most to our blog right now what are people you know what what do people's souls need to hear right now mm-hmm. um because that's what stuck as a clothing brand and also as a nonprofit is really about like pouring into the souls of people and like and bringing people back home to themselves because so many people are just lost right now and don't know like which way is up because they really haven't grounded themselves in self-love and self-love is grounding. I think it's the, you know, highest form of protection there is. I definitely would have not been alive without it, you know, to this day. So um, it's imperative and it baffles me that like, it's not ma- like in a massive way pushed, you know, like for us, yes. I don't understand. I still don't understand. I don't even understand how, why it's something we need to advocate for, honestly, but hey, here why we are. it's not more natural. And I guess right. my question going off of that is obviously self-love for us is at the center of what we do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even have a t-shirt that says self-love first. You mm-hmm. have one that says, do you? Um, and it's, it's kind of been like a buzzword topic. It's like a oh, it's yeah, like a trend word, you know. Um, but how do you think like public perception of self love needs to change going ahead? Mm. Well, I think I could take it from my own experience with like my journey of self love. I think for a while I was very like behind the scenes of my company because. You couldn't even like, you could not talk about self-love like that. It was just like, if you, like, if you can have like t-shirts maybe that say something about it, but if like you come out and say like, yes, I love, I love myself. I, like back way back when people were just like, what? She's cocky. Like, right. you know. <laughs> Get it. Um, so, you know, I had to do a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but like, so there's this, there's this fear around it and around public perception of what will happen when you really do stand up in that self-love, because when you do really fully own yourself up and stand up in that self-love, everything really does have to change in your life because like, you know, relationships where you weren't in alignment with self-love have to either fall away, go into a new, you know, a balance shift change um or in like if you if you have a job you know that you don't really like that needs to shift change because loving yourself is loving everything you do it's loving the people you're around it's loving your the community you're around it's loving what you do every second of every day and being intentional with that love every second of every day because there are no ordinary moments like everything is you know important and it's just and what people don't understand about that too is it's a part of the ego that needs to absolutely be destroyed that it's like subconscious. Right. 
Yeah. And so, the, and, and so that's what it is. Like, um, I think in the power of now, I think it was the power of now, um, Eckhart Tolle's book. Um, yeah. but it, he talks about that a lot. And we'll I have think to that, link that one in the show notes because yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's just like, he said that the ego is most threatened by peace <laughs> and self-love is peace. You know, like yes. we are at peace when we have self-love and that agitates the ego. And so the ego people driven by ego will try to do anything to like push, pull, you know, because that it could, what, cause what it is, it's calling them to like, are you walking in self-love? And then if, it, if you're not, it feels almost like a threat to your ego if you're not. Like it's it's a weird thing, but it's like a hu- it's just like a human nature thing that we all have, you know? Um, we all have ego. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you have to kind of die to the ego every day and you have to manage it. You have to be aware of it. You have to watch your thoughts, be the observer of your thoughts. You know, you can't just like let it run you. Um, you got to pull out your ego when, when you need to pull it out. Like, you know, like you don't need to use it most of the time. Just pull it out your purse when you need to go to this amazing event, when you need to advocate for something really important and you need to get your voice heard, but you know, otherwise you can be in peace and I think that's why it's been so, oh, just this process of like this campaign, like this stuff like that we've been through as a company, it like literally makes no sense because everything, like we are so organized, so well put together. Our board is fire, our team is fire, everything is great. But like people just have this like just resistance. Aversion to, sometimes. Aversion to self-love, to to what it is, because it pushes them to address themselves mm-hmm. and people prefer to run from themselves. Mm-hmm. And I also think though that, you know, it is, it is rare for people to care, genuinely care about other people. You mm-hmm. have to, I think, have gone through something, have gone through your, you know, own dark night of the soul to understand that like helping another is in turn helping yourself, you know, because we are all connected and there is, that's why the U in stuck stands for united, you know, I believe in unity. I believe that, you know, we are all stronger together, but like, the ego definitely creates division and separation. And I think that the sickness and the affliction of like society right now, is just like that ego driven mentality. A lot of people don't even know that they're completely run by their thoughts at this point, which is really 100%. scary. And which is why we always need to, you know, like meditate and have just like the protection of self-love before kind of entering into the world and engaging with people because your energy can be sucked, you know, you gotta, <laughs> gotta protect it. <laughs> it really can. And, and honestly, like that thought of not knowing that you're acting out of your ego is, is such a threat to us being able to blossom into the person that we're meant to be. And earlier, before we started the podcast, we had a conversation about um, the general energy of the yes. relationships between women. Yes. And I'm wondering from your perspective, you also went to an all girls high school. Yeah. You know what that was like. You can speak to that a little bit, but how do you think that women in particular could benefit from self-love mm-hmm. in the relationships with other women? How can yes. that transform them? Well, in all ways, <laughs> but most specifically, I think the competition slash jealousy factor, mm-hmm. um, because when you are in abundant self-love, you realize that competition is truly illusion and that yeah. the only, like you are only, a mir- like people are only a mirror to you. Like I, like we have this relationship because we are aligned. Like, you know, these are, our passions are aligned. We're aligned, you know, mind, body, soul with like our purpose and what we want to do. And then you attract like people, but if you are coming from a low vibration, you know, you can, can attract that sometimes, which I have. Um, but I think that, <laughs> that it's, I don't know, we're in such like an interesting time in history. And it's just like, um, because of the state of like the economy and everything, you know, there's just this greed and this competition and this rush, rush, rush mentality. And you really need to kind of 
step back and um, I, I'm going to emphasize meditation again. And, you know, when you get into that space of self-love, it's just like there's this clarity that's like, wait, you know, there's no real competition out here. Like the only, Eckhart Tolle says again, like I'm going to just keep referencing. Um, he's always just like, you know, whatever the world is withholding from you, you know, like you are withholding from the world. Like it's not about other people. It's not about like, like this person being higher than you or whatever. It's a lot about our own fears getting on our way. Like we are our own, you know, we can be our own best friends and our own worst enemies. We can be our problems and we can be our solutions. Yeah. But like, you know, it's just like women have this, it's social media, this comparison, which creates jealousy, which creates this competition. Mm -hmm. And I think that competition is completely ridiculous. I think that it's just, it doesn't even make sense to me. And going to all girls high school, I never really, I don't know. I didn't, I, my group of friends, we weren't really like that. Like we had a really great, you know, friendships and I had like, I had like a click, a lunch click and we would do, you know, always eat lunch together, always do everything together. And we had a really great relationship. Yeah. Things got weird though, after high school, let me tell you, after the yeah. bubble of the um, all girls world <laughs> went away, um, you know, things got a little strange. Um, so my high school click, my friends, we always would have a annual uh, brunch mm -hmm. and we would, where we would catch up, you know, it was great. Um, but one year in particular, when I was just really um, elevating with Stuck and I had like a first big event and everything, I was unable able to meet make one of their baby showers and I felt horrible you know because I really want to do it but like you know I need to like survive and yes. <laughs> I need to run my company so <laughs> I'm sorry but I can't be there you're an entrepreneur at the end of the day it takes a lot <laughs> yeah. of sacrifice <laughs> so but she was so like it was such a big deal she but then to her, I could feel that it was a big deal energetically, but she told me it wasn't a big deal at all. She was like, it's fine. No, no, it's all good. Like whatever. And then, you know, as time went on, it just felt, I felt the energy and I was like, this stuff is weird. Something's weird. Something's off. But I was like, whatever, let's just keep going. So we always had a group chat or whatever. And then, you know, it came time for our annual brunch. And um, I was like, okay, great. You know, and it was in the group chat. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, I know that she'll, you know, put it in when it's time for us to have brunch or whatever. And um, then she made a gr another group chat, excluding me, and put the plans for the brunch. And I wasn't invited and didn't know about it until they posted on um, social media, until they posted on Instagram. And then they hashtagged, they made hashtags like only married and kids or kids only or stuff like that because I was the only friend who was at the time not either like engaged married or had a kid either like variation of that yeah. um and so they were like hashtagging those things like only kids are married only blah 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 and it's just like I was just, is this real are like, we adults <laughs> <laughs> and so you know when these when such catty weird things happen with women I don't know I just maybe because like I'm, I'm an air sign I don't know I just like I can detach from it very easily when, when there's shady behavior I'm just like abs no no I'm not dealing with this it's just not in your nature Brett like you no. you're such an aligned person and that just like radiates from you um but truly it's like you know, you, you have to do that inner work to be able to have those meaningful relationships like that. And yeah, and honestly, at the end of the day, it's only hurting them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. sad. Um, um, you know, and so you, those friendships kind of, well, some of them dwindled. There was like, it was weird. It was so weird. The situation, because like some of the girls, like three of the girls knew what was happening and that I was excluded purposely, but like two of them didn't and were super confused. Like, why isn't Brett here? <laughs> so they're still my friends. Yeah, they're like, we miss Brett. <laughs> but, and, you know, one's a board member actually. So, oh, <laughs> so that's great. But, you know, it's just, it's very, it, it got strange, you know, but these situations just happen and I think you can't take things personally. 
And I mean, the only thing that frustrates me when they happen is just like, I'm just like, why? Why is this still happening? Why are we shaming women for unconventional choices and living? Like, okay, I don't have a kid right now. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Like, who cares? Why do I need to be excluded for that? And like, why do I need to be excluded from making my own life choices? Like, why can't having your first event launch of your company be as much of a celebration as a baby shower because it was but nobody celebrated me nobody ever congratulated me like nobody you know they never said they never said anything they just weren't even supportive (laughs) that is so funny because that reminds me of a time when one of my friends was like starting her own blog and I told her you know it would be amazing clickbait if you put as the headline I'm having a baby (laughs) (laughs) right she's like has no intentions of ever having kids. Yeah. Like, you know what? That's brilliant. And it got so much traction. Yeah. That, like, it's like, you should be having like a baby shower for your business. Cause that's amazing. Right. Like I've had no, nobody's ever celebrated like anything really that I've ever done. Like in, a, in, a, in that kind of way, business wise. And you don't mean it, ever like <laughs> I want to cel- I'm celebrating you right now, Brett. Well, yes. No, no, no. I mean like actually, I meant like a celebration, <laughs> like a, yeah. like a part, like a, like a party, like, yeah, but that, you know, it will happen obviously, but like, you know, it's just, interesting the things as women that we choose to celebrate the things as women that we choose to shame each other for and guilt each other for like how dare she guilt me for not being in a baby shower like why would I not want to be there like I obviously want to be there but it's like I can't you know sometimes things don't align sometimes schedules don't align and that's just that's such a hurtful comment to make like I wonder what kind of deep you know, right. I, don't even, comes from. I don't even know. I had to, I had to, you know, I just ended up blocking the girls who did it intentionally mm-hmm. um, and moved on. <laughs> so I have no, and I don't look at their pages after that. I've never, I don't, I don't know what, where they are now or anything really. Um, but I just block my energy and I keep going because I can't let it take me down a level. Like mm-hmm. I've worked too hard to get, you know, to the levels that I've been at and, you know, and even I've had that, I've had that happen. Like I've had to go down a level and, you know, and then like have to kind of get up again. And it's just like, it, that's frustrating. And I certainly won't do it for like, you know, women who aren't even fully supportive of what I'm really doing and who I really Absolutely. am. Yes. And I think like this, considering that we're, you know, recording this on April 16th with the full moon, um, kind of thinking about purging some of these uh, negative cycles that we get into as women, what is something that you are struggling with right now, um, particularly as a woman, how that applies to womanhood? And what are you doing to work through that? Yeah, well, I mean, definitely purging. Like um, right now, I've, I've been in this whole process of like, I mean, just even with the food I eat, kind of, I've been um, kind of cleansing and purging. But um, I really realized like, even, especially when I'm in meditation, I feel some kind of like pulling or lower energies from certain friends or certain people. And mm-hmm. recently it's called me to be like, you know what, like, even though I've kind of set boundaries, like I need to really come out and say like, no, this behavior is not okay. And I don't want it in my life anymore. And yeah. so I've had to really be firm about like, boldly asserting my boundaries because I wasn't firm in the past, you know, and now it's just like, no more games. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Do you so. think that's um, an inherently feminine trait to not be, um, I guess, as strong in our boundaries as we should yeah. be? That's what I find a lot with women, yeah. like in conversation. Yeah. And, and I mean, because also it's just like something that we should learn growing up. Like it's something that our parents should really, you know, instill in us, but a lot don't because, you know, they didn't learn it themselves. Yes. And it's just so imperative, like to, to self-love. Like it's like this force field around your self-love, you know, like you, and that you have to. The plastic, like bouncy bubble. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> but you have to protect. And yeah, I was super disrespected by a lot of women. And I feel like it um, created blockages 
in my in my flow in my abundance in and because you know because there's also gossip and shade behind my back with that and so like for me the way to clear that air was well in this you know I feel like just it didn't really it was just God you know because it was just like I'm not, I'm kind of shy. I'm not really, I don't like to speak out necessarily, but it's just like lately I've just been calling to like, no, no more. This is done. Need to end this. Speak out, move on, speak out, move on. And just like, that's what I've been doing. And I've been speaking out and then leaving that in the past and speaking out and leaving that in the past. And each time I like kind of let go of these, um, you know, situations and things that have happened, not only is it making me lighter and letting go of like baggage and um, things that never really should have happened in the first place, but it's also, you know, helping other women navigate through similar situations, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and then also just like help, because right now, literally we're in a reshaping and reworking of society. And it's like, if we don't speak out and if we're not firm with like, what is okay, and what is not anymore and what is out of date, you know, what kind of behaviors are out of date and what is not, then, you know, like who really will, like who is, you know, it's just like, if not now, when, and if not us, who, so I just do it, you know, and yeah. it's not necessarily like, I want to do it. Um, it's really hard for me sometimes doing it. Um, but I know what the other side is like, because I've been there before. And I know it's important to like, let go. And I know it's important to detach and I know it's important to, you know, that's speaking your voice and to sharing that is a big part part of that process. So it is. And like hearing you tell this story of um, the negative patterns women fall into in general. I listened to a YouTuber named Sri Akashina um, and he talks about manifestation all the time. And he was like, the number one way to clear your vibration is not gossip. Don't. Yeah talk about other people. Yeah. Which is hard for me. (laughs) Yeah, really. Is it? Um, I think that's something I've become like so much more aware of over the years. And even that is like something that I am vibrationally like so polarized with. I cannot handle gossip. Well, not anymore. I should say. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, now I have that view for sure. Um, but because I know how completely toxic it can get um but yeah I'm a Gemini I talk you know we like talk 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 and we like to like know everything like hear everything and (laughs) so yeah when I was younger of course I got about everything and everyone but also I came from parents who did the same thing like and they talked about everything they talk about me they talk about you know they gossip and um and my family gossip like my grandma gossips like everybody gossips it's a human tendency yeah (laughs) and it's weird that people don't don't see how negative, harmful, and hurtful it can be and can become. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in the past like couple of years, maybe like the past three years, I've really had to like, you know, get a hold on it and be and be real with myself, be real with my shadow self. Like, right, where have you been talking, you know, about people? And and if you talk about people, it's only just gonna come back to you at some point yeah. in time. That's just how the universe, how the law of attraction works, you know? 100%. And so I knew, you know, it's probably probably some of the things I faced were because of some of the gossip that I did back way, way back when, but I got a handle on it. And I, and I know now, you know, that it's not, yeah, it just, it only sets you back. It only drags back your process, like, and it doesn't yeah. propel anything forward. Definitely. And that's something I think a lot of women listening to this podcast maybe need to hear, you know, yes. <laughs> maybe they've been stuck in that cycle of gossiping. Um, for me, something that I'm purging with this full moon is, um, just comparison in general. Mm-hmm. And I've been on social media a lot more lately than I have mm-hmm. been obviously as a title holder, like that's one of yeah. my number one jobs and it's been hard. I won't lie because, um, you know, sometimes you'll scroll through and think, wow, did I do everything that I could do to impact other women around me today? You know, like Mm -hmm. this title holder did, or this amazing person, Emma Watson, you know, (laughs) I love her. Yeah, me too. Please reach out to Emma. Because I don't really... I, I, I took this advice from um, Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinkina, her podcast, like she was talking about how she just, she doesn't look at anybody else's stuff. Like she just doesn't, she doesn't focus on anybody's social media but her own. And so I've gotten into that 
flow probably for the past six months or so I'd say really consistently um but here and there I will do like a scroll every like blue moon or so and then I did I did like the other night and that's what propelled me to like write a blog post on um (laughs) on on just like women and just like this comparison this cattiness this shady behavior because I was just like ew after I scrolled what is happening and I was like I don't want to experience this anymore so in order to not experience this more I need to stand up I need to speak out and I need to remove like I need to move myself out of this nasty energy mm-hmm. and uh because that's what I saw a lot of like comparison or, and then just you know just trying to like push people's buttons trying to be like oh I'm hanging out with these people and blah 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 you can't right now or you're not right now and it's just like I don't want to deal with that (laughs) yeah I don't know like um so and I really needed to be clear that like now anybody that is not in my life anymore I'm okay with it I'm like great with it my life is wonderful how it is you know with it's meant to be yes yes and it's just like some people weren't don't align and that is okay. It's okay to like separate from people. It's okay to no longer be friends. It's okay to unfollow people. It's okay to mute people, you know? But at this point, I would just really just unfollow like <laughs> because of the way the energy is. It's just like un- whoever you don't resonate with anymore, it's okay. We're in completely shifting times. We've never experienced a time such as this in human history. So do you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I need to even follow that advice more. It's something that I work on every day doing me because I think as a title holder, especially, or even as a business owner, there is so much balance that has to be done in yes, focusing on you, but also being a champion for others. Like I right. want to be scrolling through my social media and like commenting on other women's posts, right. you know, getting them like triggered. <laughs> Yeah. And lifting them up. Like that's, I feel like that's a part of my job as a woman in this world to, to be for others, but that can be hard sometimes. Like, how do you find that balance personally in your business? Well, lately the way social media has been, I can say that I haven't been the best at it. Like I love doing it, but the way people's energy, it's just been so draining that. And, and I felt like just unappreciated when I did do it in the past. Like, it was just like, I give so much love to people. And then people would either think I'm like weird for giving them so much love or like, I don't know. It's just like, or just not say anything. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so I kind of just like, I, I had to change my relationship with social media completely. I think like I had to change my relationship with everything else when I came into full and complete mind, body, soul, self-love, you know, I think social media is a, a piece that I really didn't, um, factor in for a long time. And so like maybe about a year ago, I cleaned out my social media, like anybody that I just don't really talk to kind of on the regular, I wasn't resonating with, I just really unfollowed. And um, yeah, I, I kind of made it bare minimum um, on my personal account. And then with the stuck account, I had to kind of do the same thing, which took me and Tazine tag team that process, which took forever. But like we reshaped our like following community on there because we had a lot of hate haters. I- remember that yeah iteration going on (laughs) took forever too yeah so we had to clean it out we got now it's like it's more fresh it feels like I can actually scroll through there and like comment and be positive with women but we had to like eliminate a lot of people who were following who weren't on that vibration Mm -hmm. and um now it's a lot lighter we have more artists we have more like community leaders we have advocates we have teachers you know um but it's just like if you're if people are in your feed who are not really feeding you, you know, um, positivity, light and good things, like then you got to just leave, just exit it out, end that chapter, change it up. Yeah. That's a beautiful piece of advice. You know, sometimes it's it's so hard, (laughs) but sometimes it just takes like cutting the cord for you and for that person too. Um, and I, that leads me to my last question really. Um, you know, what is one tactical piece of advice for the women listening to this podcast for something they can do to leave and apply in their life to be that girl, to radiate positivity and to find self-love 
and a wonderful vibration within themselves? Wow, that is a loaded question. It is. <laughs> but something tactical, something yeah. that you can do, you know. Um, okay, well, the first thing that came to mind was don't quit before it gets easy. Um, because I think that like a lot of times we're like, that's just the advice that I will say. Um, because I think a lot of times we think that it's so hard. We think that learning new things is such a struggle, but it's like the more you keep going, the easier it really does get. And I think that like, it's a part of that process is a part of like, you got to reprogram your mind kind of to, to do new things, to do new things in a vibration of self-love. And yeah, it is a struggle a lot of times and it is hard. Um, so like, I will say that I think investing in yourself is so important with the process, like invest in spiritual teachers, invest in mentors, invest in leaders. Um, I'm in, like, I have two, I'm in two Patreons, you know, uh, of, um, uh, spiritual teachers. I have a mentor, you know, I have like an art manager and an art mentor. Like I, I just, I just surround myself with positive people and like mentorship because these times are so unprecedented and you never know what's going to happen from one day or maybe one hour to the next. And you need support and guidance along this journey. Um, and then because those communities and investing in yourself and other communities and people, it will help you be able to pull yourself back up and to keep getting back up. And then eventually the journey does become easier and lighter and more loving and flowing. But it's like it's not some like quick fix. It's not some one day thing like my journey. I'm on a 10 year journey right now. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this has been a long, long time, long time going, long time coming. Um, and it's like, yeah, sometimes I absolutely do want to just completely give up. Like, I just, I'm like, nobody cares about self-love and no one cares about art. And everybody's just like, has just so close-minded. And I get in these loops of that, but you know, I, I just like at the, if I give up, what are these girls going to do? If I give up you know what else is there if not there, who if not there's not another, there's no another nonprofit like stuff designs there's nobody Absolutely. doing what we're doing and the fact that people don't realize that baffles me even more turns me it spirals me sometimes but it's like you gotta pull yourself out of it you're like shake yourself and be like I can do this and I can like keep getting back up because I mean I do know that like it does get easier and I've had very a lot of moments in my career of just like just blissful flow and where everything is just coming together and just such fun and freedom and you know everything flowing in at once and there and then there are lows where, where it seems like nothing is coming in and nothing is moving but that's just the ebbs and flows of life and it really is you just have to fall in love with the journey and you know and and realize like the more you fall in love with the journey, the more you'll be able to just like keep going and get to that point where it is easy, that that that, that mountaintop point, you know? Mm. Um, so I'd say don't give up before it gets easy and fall in love with the journey as you're falling in love with yourself because it's really about just falling in love with these mundane moments and acknowledging them as actually really important parts of the whole picture of the whole journey because like even like the simplest little task it's like it's a huge it's a it's a dot along the you know in in the whole spectrum of the journey like it just you know and it's I always say connecting the dots because like that's how I feel like that's how I kind of see my um success path instead of like a line or something I see it as like all of these dots and then I'm just like going and connecting all of these dots to kind of you know figure out the 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 destination but there's no final destination you know it's just it's a journey and it's but it's a journey of of being able to pour into yourself first because otherwise you can't do anything and then being able to just abundantly pour into these other people and being able to like uplift girls and women at a time when like a really dark time we're in some dark ages you know and um and that's yeah that, so that's what I would say that's my advice it's kind that of all the beautiful <laughs> no it was perfect and such positive advice I'm so glad that you talked about mentorship too because that's something I talk about all the time with I am that girl and one of the facets is um that girl supports and mm. 
if you don't, if you can't see someone who is like doing the things that you want to do, like, where are you going to find honestly, like that positivity inside of you to keep going, you know, mm-hmm. to keep going before it gets easy. Um, and you have definitely been a mentor for me. So oh, thank, you. thank you so much for being on. And you for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a sisterhood. So yeah. I love everything that we're doing together in the way that we are uniting women. And I hope that everyone listening to this podcast has gotten that awesome girl power positivity that they needed. Um, Brett, where can we find you on? on social media and on the interwebs. <laughs> well, it's, you know, my name, my IG name is not very creative. It's just Brett Sims, uh, B-R-E-T-T-E-S-I-M-S at Brett Sims. And that's on all social media platforms, including TikTok, which I've been getting into a lot lately. Um, and then Stuck Designs has, everything is just at Stuck Designs, S-T-U-K Designs. On all social media platforms, um, we're Stuck Designs underscore on TikTok, but you can just search it, Stuck Designs. Um, And yeah, we're doing some great things. Visit stuckdesigns.org to see all the the things, all the amazing things that we're doing right now. Uh, We have three podcasts. It's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. We're bringing women together and it's time to stand up, speak out, own your truth, walk in your full authentic power. The time is now. Yes. (laughs) And I will leave it on that positive note. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I hope that you leave this podcast, go out today and be that girl. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this episode. Anchor is a platform where you can make your podcasts in the easiest way possible. What's even better is that it is completely free. The thing I love most about Anchor is that it has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. If you're looking for a platform to get started, look no further because Anchor has everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can visit our website, www.stackdesigns.org to shop our merch, make donations, join our blogging team, or be a part of our affiliate program. See you in our next episode. Love and light from us to you.